Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks. Hey, happy, happy Memorial Day. This is Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. I'm Lance. And we are having more fun than we care to admit. We want to thank a brand new sponsor, Captain John's Green Can Locker. Hear that noise? Hey, you know what? Captain John, you know, this guy, he's a retired fireman and loves to shoot, loves to t- go hunting, loves to go out target practicing, but he drives a minivan. No. And he's got no way to carry his gun legally because, okay. you know, you, there's no trunk, you know, yep. Joe, right? You got to put it in the trunk. Well, it has to be locked in some sort of compartment as far away from the driver as possible. Exactly. So he didn't have anything. So he started messing around and he got an ammo can and. Lo and behold, like the old story in the garage, you know, he comes up with this idea and he takes a normal ammo can and uh, drills a hole in it and puts his stainless steel, uh, I guess you call it a stud that comes out yeah. and yeah, put your padlock on it. Once you lock that thing down lock it up. and you're good to go. There you That's go. Cool. That's I love cool. it. No, it's really a sweet system. And put it outside of reach or something like that in the minivan and he's, and he's good, good to go. He never has to worry about it. He's That's actually had been stopped and they said, oh, okay, well, that's perfect. You know, it's got the, you know, it's got the lock and everything on it. And yeah, and it, it be works. You can put ammo in it. Got a buddy of mine who has, he uses uh 50 cal cans as a, uh, uh, saddlebags on his motorcycle, and he uses these to lock the the, the bags on his yeah, motorcycle. That's a perfect yeah, idea. Yeah. I had not, saddlebags. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's an absolutely great idea. So Captain John's going to be with us. You can go to greencanlockers.com. That's greencanlockers.com. That's your low cost way to secure your ammo and other valuables. He does sell the cans as well as the lock system, mm-hmm. or you okay. can just buy the lock system yourself. Maybe you have a can at home that. It's yeah. kicking around. I don't know anybody that doesn't shoot that doesn't have at least one or two ammo cans. Yeah, right. You or might have a prized can you could hook up. I was trying to be nice. So that's greencanlockers.com. Check yeah. it out. And just so you'll know, everything is American-made. He worked really, really, really hard. He says, I could have gone to yeah. China. I could have gone. He said, there is a competitor out there that does and charges three times as much. I told him he's charging a little less than he should. But he's putting them in different stores. I took one to Trident. I think Trident's going to start carrying. I think Gun Range. We've we've, we've been. You guys have been carrying. We've we've carried them for a long time. Yeah, you've been carrying them for a long time. Get them at Gun Range San Diego? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, what do they retail for? I can't remember. I don't remember off the top of my head. As sharp as you are. I know. Somebody needs to put your head in that pencil sharpener (laughs) again. But no, folks, if you're looking for an inexpensive way to secure your ammo, your gun, or even your personal, you you know, jewelry and what have you, it's a... It's a perfect, perfect way to go about it. And right. it's lifetime guarantee. And plus, uh, Captain John, you know, he, when he called me, he said, Lance, I, I just really like what you guys are doing um, with the show and, you know, having Mike and John and, and Joe and everybody on. And so we, I want to support the show. And so we, we, oh, yeah. we appreciate that, too. And that's what the show is all about, right? All of us doing our thing to, to support the cause. So it's, it's well, pretty cool. He, did give, he, gave us a, cool. he gave all of us in this room a really good compliment. And he said that. You know, and and he and John Dillon, he says, John Dillon, he says, that's one of your one of the greatest segments because he really yeah. I mean, he says, no, there's no other place that he knows of that he can get good, positive, honest information about the gun industry. He's a lawyer, you know, yeah, so well, there's that, too. 
So yeah, we really want to thank. We uh, won't hold that against John. Yeah, we won't hold that against John. <laughs> you, you got him, man. So we want to thank him from the bottom of our heart. But before we get into that, what do we got there, Mister Schwartz? Well, there's something I wanted to uh, talk about. Some local. Uh, Is this going to be good news? Uh, it's it's not going to be great news. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting as bad as Dylan. I swear to God. Well, it's it's you know I've I've uh, a couple things have happened. Um, there's a local organization. I touched on this a little bit last week, but I wanted to really talk about it. And then and then something else developed this week that's pretty important that that is kind of related. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a political organization in town that is a pro business political organization. So where San Diego County Gun Owners is a pro Second Amendment organization, they're a pro business organization. Very similar, uh, uh, you know what what they do. And they endorsed Gore. They endorsed Sheriff Gore for re-election, um, which is horrible news. And the, the reason it's horrible news is they're they're very well funded. They're going to put a lot of money into having him re-elected. And of course, we don't like Sheriff Gore because he's he infringes on our Second Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. But making the case for him to be a pro uh, business candidate, you know, I talk to Lincoln Club uh, members all the time that say, oh, no, 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 we're, we're center right. We're right of center. Is that the name of this group, Lincoln Club? The Lincoln Club. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Lincoln Club. And uh, we're center right. We elect center right Republicans mainly. They're nonpartisan, but they tend to be center right. And if they're if they're pro business, you know, these guys are pro gun. They're pro Second Amendment. And it's simply not true. You know, I don't know how you can make the case that banning, uh, you know, which in essence what his policies are. He's banning CCWs in the county of San Diego. How can you make the case that banning a CCW is good for business? Well, I really don't think you can. And, you know, there's kind of this thought out there that, uh, well, the Democrats are our enemies or the liberal media. Those are our enemies, you know. But uh, I want to change the perspective a little bit and and show that, you know, we kind of have to, you know, there are these people that pay us lip service that say, oh, we're yeah. big supporters of the Second Amendment. But when it's time for them to grow a backbone, they they don't do it. You know, they, they vote against us. And what happened this last week is Supervi- uh, Supervisor Diane Jacob. She's on the County Board of Supervisors. She represents the the East uh, East County mainly. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a big fire down by uh, the, what's called the Pink Gate area, Dulzura. I don't know if you remember. Burned mm-hmm. about 2,000 acres uh, just a couple weeks ago. And th- there's video that, that showed that there were some people target pra- you know, shooting target practice in that area. And there's it's probably are responsible somehow for for setting the fire. They're not sure yet. They're suspects, not positive. Her now there's an investigation going on, and her immediate reaction was to write to the Department of the Interior, uh, Ryan Zinke, mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, we need to shut down shooting in all these areas. Period. Just period. Just shut it down. Shut it all down." Now the problem with that is it's an emotional knee jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. They haven't completed the investigation yet. These people weren't uh, uh, conducting uh, target practice in a designated shooting area. Um, they weren't following the rules. They weren't following the law. They were way too close to the road. They were shooting in high grass. They were doing everything wrong. So she, or her immediate reaction is, well, let's punish the people that, that do it right. You know, yeah. even the people that are well, because she doesn't can't get to the ones that did it wrong. So we're the next best bet. Right. And it's just, you know, it, that's somebody who goes from, you know, from community meeting to community meeting and says, hey, I'm, I'm a strong supporter of of your rights when it comes to the Second Amendment. But then her first reaction, you know, her first reaction was to lash out at us well, politically. Yeah. Let, let, let me know. When's the last time a knee jerk reaction ever worked for you? Yeah. No, really. I've never had one work. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's so detrimental because mm-hmm. I didn't think it out and I just. Made a decision either with my mouth or 
That's usually where and it's and it's pretty bad. Actually, I called her office and spoke with her chief of staff and said, hey, Mm. how did you guys come to this conclusion that it was started by the act of shooting? Because they're still doing an investigation. He said, well, you know, we we, we, were waiting for the results. Okay, well, the letter to the Department of the Interior says that you're already blaming it on shooting. You're already blaming on the act of shooting. How irresponsible is that of an elected official to just say, oh, Shooting caused this. Let's stop all legal oh, shooting. Wow. You know, and, and these are the people, like I said, these are the people that aren't the obvious, um, uh, you know, obvious enemy, mm-hmm. I guess, for lack of a better term. These are the people that that will, to, well, they're sitting in the room. They oh, no, we're big supporters of shooting. We're big supporters of the second. Until something happens. Until something happens. And then it becomes politically uh, convenient for them to just turn on us. So, and it's good for you to be there to push back, too, because other than that, who's talking? Well, I think that's big. So there's an. Or, I, right. I, I, I very much agree. There's an organization in town called SD Must, like SD, like San Diego and Must, M U S D. Guy named Mike Johnson. For 10, 15 years, he's been organizing volunteers to just clean up and educate in these areas. So they just they do these huge cleanups in these areas. And they actually went to the BLM, the Bureau of Land Management, that oversees this area two months ago, and said, "Hey." That's a fire hazard. We'll clean it up for free, but we need you to say yes. We can't just go start you know, chopping down grass. You need to tell us yes. Didn't hear from them. Didn't hear back from them. They refused to get back to them. They've been adversarial towards them. All they want to do is help for free. Mm-hmm. They don't want to cost uh, you know, the taxpayers money, and they're out there cleaning up public lands, and they're not getting any cooperation. And then what happens? Well, they had a fire, as this guy predicted. And, uh, you know, the the first reaction is, well, we have to stop all shooting. I mean, it's just the disconnect and the lack of logic is just absolutely ridiculous. Right. And, you know, we have the same problem with the desert. The desert is exactly the same thing. You know, it's just whatever something that we can do in a responsible way and enjoy it. They don't want us to do it. Yep. Right. <laughs> I mean, if, if those two words weren't in it, we'd probably be just fine. Hey, let's take a quick break. We come back. We got a whole lot more. But before we go. Hey, guess what's up and alive and well? Gunsportsradio.com. You have to go check it out. That that website is so awesome, you will want to send us a check. That's how good <laughs> yeah, that website really good. is. Yeah. So stay tuned. You're listening to Gunsports Radio right here on AM 1170. I'm Dave. He is Lance. And we'll be right back. Eleven seventy, the answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to Gun Sports Radio, right here on AM eleven seventy. We are the answer. Gun Range San Diego. If you want to go to the best range in San Diego, it was voted number one. By two other guys I just talked to. <laughs> oh, seriously, everybody I talk to, they all say I've been to a lot of ranges, but the gun range San Diego is the bomb. And it's not it's it's not the fact that it's the biggest, it's just the fact that it's the best. They take care of you like family. There's seventy eight fifty three Balboa Avenue. They sell everything. Ammunition. You need your guns worked on. They can do that too. They got ranges, they got training, they got specials. In fact, if if you join their club uh, there's even special benefits from that as well. We'll have uh, John talk or uh, uh, Joe. Joe talk about that when we get to him. 
but right now, uh, gosh, I don't know about this Lincoln thing. Uh, another great sponsor, too, is Trident Gunsmithing. I was just out there Friday, and they had a, a hunting class, which I was was going to sit in on, but mm. didn't have the time. So Trident Gunsmithing, take care of all your uh, gunsmithing needs, everything from bluing to rebuilding to custom work, uh, personalized custom work. I mean, Trident Gunsmithing, Dan and Juan and the guys, they are phenomenal. So you really need to check them out. Go to TridentGunsmithing.com or give them a call at 858 577 0576. Look for him on Facebook as well. Right now, we got Mr. John Dillon from Katsky Dillon and Balance, your number one source for any law issues whatsoever. Go to CAFirearmsLaw.com, CAFirearmsLaw.com for all of your needs. John, how are you doing on this wonderful Memorial Day? You better have some good news. Because Michael you know, Schwartz uh, just ruined our morning or our afternoon. Well, so you keep forgetting we, we all live in California. So rarely am I going to have some good <laughs> firearms news when it comes to the laws, uh, unfortunately. But I am doing good uh, this Sunday, and I hope you guys are doing well yourself. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, so basically, again, uh, I just wanted to highlight the fact that the Department of Justice finally submitted uh, their proposed uh, assault weapon regulations uh, last week. And uh, since then, my office, we actually created a quick reference guide that gives uh, just a very short, quick summary of all the laws and regulations they're proposing when it comes to assault weapons, and it answers some of the key questions that people always have uh, when it comes to these regulations. But I do have to highlight the fact these are still proposed regulations. They're, they have not been uh, given the final approval yet, so they can change. And if they do change in any way, we're going to update uh, our reference guide so everyone can stay up to date on that. How, do, how does someone get that? Reference guide. Uh, you can go on our website, cafirearmslaw.com. We have the PDF up. Uh, you can take a look at it there. And then I know, I think Michael uh, has a copy of that. It may be out on uh, San Diego County Gun Owners' website. By yeah, now. we just uh, sent that out in our email, and then we're going to put that up on our website. And we're, we'll have it up on Facebook and make sure that everybody uh, has a link to, to your website where, where they can uh, see all that information. Yeah, but uh, just to highlight some of this stuff, uh, the answer that everyone wants to know, so let's say you decide you want to register your so-called assault weapon this year. Uh, can you remove the bullet button or the magazine lock after you register an assault weapon? As of now, uh, the DOJ has uh, not changed their stance, and they're saying that you cannot change or alter the magazine release, so you cannot take the bullet button, bullet button off even if you register this as an assault weapon, which uh, I think is actually a gross overreach beyond the law. Uh, They did not create a new category under the law of assault weapon. Uh, The DOJ is just choosing to interpret it that way. So so if you have have an AR with a bullet button on it and you register it uh, with the uh, state to become, uh, you know, an assault weapon, you have to mm-hmm. keep that bullet button on for for the life of of the firearm. Is that is that what they're putting? Yes, in the, the DOJ is considering these newly registered assault weapons to be a completely separate category of assault weapon under the law. Even though, so, so but they're if, saying these are called these are going to basically be called bullet button assault weapons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yet another category. Oh. <laughs> uh, and uh, just to, another highlight, you know, so you register these as assault weapons, and people are like, well, you know, what's the big deal of registering? Well, you have to 
hand over all sorts of information to register one of these things. And this is uh, talking about all your personal information, you know, address, height, weight, sex, uh, race, ethnicity. Every, it goes eye color, hair color, weight, everything you got. Um, but the other Who thing says? that they're requesting is digital photographs. You have to take multiple photographs at different angles of each firearm you want to register, and you have to submit those in your registration. And then the DOJ is saying that if they want you know, close-ups and they want better pictures, they can then request that and have you send that back. So it's not something like, oh, you just fill a piece of paper you know, with the serial number and you're good to go. This is a fairly detailed process. And not only that, I mean, uh, they are also requiring you to put down when you bought the firearm and where you bought it from, whether it's a gun shop or an individual. And, you know, if you've had a gun for 15 years, I don't remember the, yeah. I don't remember the date I bought this gun. I, I might not be able to tell you the, the year, no less the month. And the guy who you don't sold even it to know me, what you had for breakfast. That's a morning. true story. <laughs> you know, that, yeah, no, it, that's you know, going to be a major problem for pe- people trying to register. You know, we should have uh, later in the year at Gun Sports Radio should have a contest for best uh, best pictures. You know, we should have a whole series of pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Have people, you know, dressed up or whatever. And just have people submit, like, here's the picture I gave, I sent to the DOJ with my uh, with my new registered gun. That'd be kind of funny. funny. And since we now there have GunSportsRadio.com, that would be a perfect place to, to put those up as a contest. We'll do no, it. I think that'd be good. So, John, I, so I think it'd be a contest that everyone would be pretty unhappy about being a part of. <laughs> well, that too, yeah. <laughs> so you have to keep the bullet button on, um, and, and, and you have to send in pictures. And the picture has to. You have to submit a picture of the bullet button that you. Yes, this guy yeah, still has the bullet, bullet button. button. So you know, let's say down the road you register this thing, and someone you know you want to change out the bullet button. You can't then claim, well, this is the one I had on it when I registered. Because uh, they have the pictures that you sent them of the exact, you know, bullet button device or magazine lock you had of your on your firearm when you registered it. So uh, they're really, really trying to uh, push the limit when it comes to all the information they're requiring. Now, as you're as put your, your attorney hat on. You know, how, this doesn't. This seems pretty weak. This seems like this will get struck down in court pretty easily. Is that is that? <laughs> really? Well, again, you know. <laughs> Uh, Can you say that anything will get struck down in court pretty easily? I don't know. But there, in my opinion, there is a gross overreach uh, when it comes to these regulations. They are expanding on what the law actually says in uh, many areas. So I think it is ripe for challenge. And, you know, a a good argument definitely could go all the way and at least uh, cut down on these overbroad regulations. At the very least, in you know, at the very best, you know, strike down the entire assault weapon regulation altogether. At the worst, you know, at least you know, rein in these regulations so they're not so absurd. And we're and we're never going to get the injunction. We never get the injunction. <laughs> Our no. side never gets the yeah, injunction. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I know we. I know we really, really want that injunction, but they're rare. It's hard. Any mm-hmm. any word on the uh, or any movement on the the uh, California gun roster um, court case? You know, uh, not that I've heard of. We're still uh, still in the limbo. They're still being challenged, but I haven't had uh, any updates on that. I will say this: we have another 
two uh, pieces of law that are going through the legislation or legislator right now. Uh, it's SB 464, which is going to be uh, implementing a lot of security mandates on gun stores. So, you know, Joe, this is uh, one that's going to affect you guys a lot. Uh, and then we have SB 4, 497, which is the big one. This is the gun rationing bill. Yeah. Uh, they just passed the Senate Appropriations Committee. Uh, so they're still, you know, still going through the whole process, but it is moving forward. And basically, this bill is going to make it to where you cannot buy more than mm-hmm. one firearm a month, no matter what the type of firearm, whether it's a shotgun, rifle, or pistol. Uh, it's one firearm a month, and so you're basically would be regulated to a, the max amount of 12 guns in a year. Gosh. Yeah, and that's and that is if that's not an infringement, then I don't. I, don't, I mean, it's. It's crazy. Yeah, you know? well, I just can't think of anything else uh, in this country where you're, you're not allowed to buy more than 12 in a year of. Uh, you know, it just seems odd that yeah. there's no... You can only no buy 12 newspapers in a year. Mm. Yeah, every time you buy one of these guns, you go through a background check. You go through a 10-day wait. You have a firearm safety certificate. You show a safe handling demonstration. There's all sorts of stuff you prove every time you buy a gun. So we're literally... California is literally making law saying, hey, even though all you people have just proven how, you know, good of a citizen you are, how, you know, safe you are with handling a firearm, how knowledgeable you are with handling a firearm, you know, you've proven all these things, but we don't trust you because you're buying too many. Yeah. And And that's essentially what it is. They don't trust you, even though you're proven that you're trustworthy people of society <laughs> and the people passing the laws there, there are no consequences um which is uh, you know something we, we all have to work on um okay. and uh you know that's uh, it's not a winning strategy to let a horrible law pass and then raise a million dollars and fight it in court for 10 years yeah you know it's just not a winning strategy well, and there's no end result it's we're not you know mm. crime has not gone down yeah you know murders have not gone down so they constantly beat on us, thinking that if they beat us up enough, that other number is going to change, and it's not. Right. It just, God, it just makes me crazy. Uh, you got to fix it, John. <laughs> well, it, it turns into a two-class system, and we're seeing this politically. So what's happening out there is a two-class system. What I mean by that, it's it's the it's the politicals of pa- passing the laws. They're the ones. They have the guns. You know, um, they've got the uh, protection and all that mm-hmm. other stuff, and they strip it away from us. But it, it goes on more than that. I mean, you talk about the, you know, the Social Security system. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they don't belong to it, mm-hmm. and you know, and, the, and all the stuff. And so we're supposed to be the folks with the rights as Americans, and uh, you know, to grant limited authority to you know to the government. And every single day, they take it away more and right. more and more from us. They're supposed to be up in Sacramento right. helping us, yeah. and supporting us. Well, we're behind enemy lines here, truly, and and we are the light. We are the beacon, guys. Mm-hmm. And ladies, and we're going to keep it lit, so, folks. Don't we're going to keep it lit, man. It. We're going to make this happen. Keep supporting us. Absolutely. So we're going to take a small break. And hey, we really want to thank Gator Z. Gators. Gators. I want to call it Gator Z. Gators. Got the Z on the end. Gators. And as I look around, I've seen gators, gators, and gators. Yes, sir. I gave Mike a pair the other day, and he didn't take them off the whole show. Yeah. So he didn't lose him either. And there's a special going on with gators as well, too. So we're still in the month of May. Still in the month yeah. of May. A yeah, couple more days. They're giving a discount to the military. Go to www.gatorz.com, G-A-T-O-R-Z.com. Definitely help out a fellow military personnel. All right, we're going to take a small break. We come back. 
Hollywood is in the house, sick as a dog, but ready to rock. Stand by for some fun time. Yes, he is. Right here on Gun Sports Radio. Thanks, John. 1170, the answer. Eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back, Gun Sports Radio, right here in the house. Happy Memorial Day from everybody in the room. This segment is brought to you by Gun Range San Diego, seventy-eight fifty-three Balboa Avenue, San Diego. 10 to 10, 858-573-1911. I think they made that phone number up. Go to www.gunrangesandiego.com. Trust me, folks, when you go there, you'll go nowhere else. You can get everything from ammo to guns to training to schools to classes, maybe even a couple of jokes on the side. You never know. <laughs> we really want to thank Gun Range San Diego. They've been with us since the inception, and they get the they get it. The light is on at Gun Range San Diego. You can go to a lot of other places, but once you do, you'll always go back to Gun Range San Diego. Well, Hollywood, what's kicking? Besides your little tad under the weather, just just a tad, but you can't keep a good man down. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, uh, I work every Saturday and Sunday at Gun Range San Diego. It's it's uh, sort of my. Uh, I really like you know meeting with the customers and, and enjoying everybody's uh, company over there. And I'll, you know, uh, leave it to go to lunch, show up here, you know, to hang out with you degenerates for the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> and uh, met a, a lady um, who had just, just, we, you know, uh, happened to be in the same restaurant when I went to lunch. And uh, she would, had just left gun range as well. And we got to talking, and she talked about how much she enjoyed shooting there because we have RSOs, range safety officers, on the line at all times. You know, it's funny you should say that. Because hmm. I've had a couple of people, because, you know, I talk about this show to everybody. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of ranges that don't have that. Really? Yeah. How they, could you do a, isn't that, isn't that a law or something that you have to have a, a safety person on? Well, on you, well, it, just having somebody at the front counter could, could you know. Uh, Facilitate. Yeah, the, you know, being a safety really? person, you know. And there's ranges out there where you can see from the showroom floor, you can actually see the range, you know, through double pane glass or whatever. Um, so, I mean, there's there's ways around it. Uh, but it's not right. But, you know, it, there, nothing changes. Nothing is better than hands-on. Mm-hmm. And we, we, uh, we have two people out there at all times. We'll pull, as, you know, if we're running short on people, we'll pull salespeople off the floor because safety is paramount over right. there. And she said it just made her feel safe and comfortable because she knows that there's somebody out there looking, you know, who has her back. She don't have to worry about the person next mm-hmm. door yeah. because the range San Diego has uh, the RSOs out there. So uh, her name was Teal, and so we're we're glad to have her out shooting with us today. And so we appreciate her business. Excellent. And and, uh, and glad to help her out and, and keep her safe. But we have been busy, busy, busy. <laughs> we Through the month of May, we have been doing so many crazy sales. We did the Glock Days. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, sold a ton of Glocks, and now we're doing all Springfield uh, handguns, all Springfield pistols are on sale at Gun Range San Diego. And all Springfield rifles as well are on sale at Gun Range San Diego. So 
Uh, all you got to do is, uh, you know, you come in, you say something you want, something from Springfield, and you're going to get the best deal in town, in, in California. Um, we got uh, Springfield XDs for three ninety nine ninety nine. dollars $100 off retail. Wow. We got, uh, we got 1911s, um, Parkerized Mill Spec 1911s. Six hundred and sixty bucks mm. from Springfield, and that's a that's a good that's, that's a good nineteen eleven. That's a that great nineteen. Yeah, a, all Springfields now come price, with a national yeah. match barrel. Oh, crazy, yeah, price. crazy, beautiful. Well, you can get the stainless steel for about a hundred dollars more, um, and it's not just Springfields that we're we're selling the heck out of over there uh, this week. We also have we're doing a sell on the uh, Smith and Wesson M and P Shield mm-hmm. three eighty nine. It's amazing how popular that shield that is, is. Really popular. It's a great. It's a great concealed gun. Yeah. You, got, you guys know Brooke. She bought one while she was in town. She, you know, she loved it. Yeah, um, fits her hand real. Fits good. her hand really well, and she she shoots really well with it. And uh, it's it's a it's a great concealed gun. And for three eighty nine, and Smith and Wesson is doing a seventy five dollar rebate on this thing. Mm-hmm. So you basically you're getting it for like three hundred and fourteen dollars. Jeez, it's crazy. You know, and you just and you can't beat the quality of the gun. I mean, yeah. You, yeah, my uh, my dad was uh, uh, looking at a Smith and Wesson shield, and so I took him to the range. Now I'm I'm kind of a I'm secretly way too loyal to Glock. <laughs> I'm kind of a Glock guy, and I said, all right, well let's go down to the range. So we got a uh, we rented a Glock 26, um, which is similar size, mm-hmm. and the Smith and Wesson shield. And I was like, all right, I'm going to show my dad how great a Glock is. <laughs> Well, I love the shield so much. I started thinking about like, man, maybe you know, maybe I should get a shield next. That thing shoots so nice. Yeah, and you know the the, the Glock twenty six is a double stack magazine. Yeah. Uh, so it, they hold about they hold the same amount of rounds, but um, the you don't get a full grip on the twenty six, and it's a little fatter and shorter. Yeah. Uh, and the shield is almost a full size grip, but it's a single stack. But it's so thin. It, it's a, especially if you have your CCW. It's a great concealed carry gun. And getting it for three hundred and fourteen dollars, it's you're crazy not to come in and pick one up. Yeah, a lot of people have them. You have some ammo specials also. Uh, well, we we uh, we have a ton of ammo down there, whatever caliber you want. Um, and we don't have any advertised specials, but you come in there and let me know you want to buy you know ammo by the thousand, and I'm going to make sure you get the best deal. In <laughs> and I think that's a great idea because here it is. It's almost June, and we all know what's happening starting the first of the month. What's happening? I mean, the first of the year, first rather. Year. So What's that, happening? That old ammo deal coming coming yeah, around Prop the corner. Three and uh, what was it? SB. <sighs> yeah. Sounds like a good time 11, to buy a John's ninety five or whatever it was. Locker. Get a can and yeah. get a bunch of ammo. Start stocking yeah, up. You know, because um, it, all these you know all these people that are buying ammo online, you're gonna you, that's going to go. Well, that's going to do a halt. That's going right. to yeah. a halt next year. Yeah. And it's uh, and inadvertently, I mean, it's. It's going to raise ammo prices because now there has to, there's is. going to be an ammo uh, database. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to pay the state, you know, mm-hmm. extra fees as a gun shop uh, yeah. to to maintain the database yep. and to to do those kind of things. Uh, you're going to have to do a background check for ammunition coming up. Yep. So uh, yeah, that's why I say just start doing it now. Yeah, man. start. Just, yeah. you know. You got a fifty bucks here, hundred bucks there. You just know, whatever. Save your ammo. money. Go see Joe down there at Gun Range San Diego and just start picking up ammo as soon as you can. Absolutely. You know, as much as you can, get that green can, start throwing them in there, whatever the case may be. Um, no, you're no, you're dead right because the more because when you wait, nothing's going to be look, worse. Look, also too, I mean, I've been in the financial planning business. That's my day job, and you know, for a long time. And I can just tell you, 
you know, uh, we told people years ago that taxes had no place to go up. Taxes, you know, going up. And one example was in 1981, prior to 81, Social Security, if someone got a Social Security check, it was completely tax free. It was completely tax free. Now it's up to 85% taxable. So it's the same thing with these gun laws. I'm telling you guys, you know, when they're having this, uh, you know, this, you know, this deal where you can't buy more than one gun a month now thing coming up. I'm telling you, it's coming. You know, uh, I bought all those lowers last year, you know, and so, you know, folks out there, you should be picking this stuff up. You should be talking to Gun Range and the rest of our sponsors here. And, right. and getting on board and, and just picking some stuff up because, in my opinion, it's going to do nothing but go up in value. You know, yeah. nothing but go up in value. And same thing with the ammo deal. Oh, yeah. You know? we, we make jokes all the time. Uh, my buddies and I, you know, you see these buy gold commercials. And we're yeah. like, oh, please. And we're like, we're buying right. brass. Yeah, oh, no, and I, say, I tell clients, you know, you buy lead, you know, because, yeah. you know, I'm going to take your gold. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, and what are you going to do with a big old box of gold? Well, you know what has happened a lot of times is is people, um, you know, they say, oh, I'm going to pass it on to my kids. And then, you know, I don't know if it gets lost or, you know, I mean, whatever, you know, it's not enough to make to change their life. No, you know, someone buys gold. They're you know, buying a five thousand, a thousand dollars, a few thousand dollars here or there, whatever. But what are you going to do, you gonna with, do it? with it? You know, and they had that big power outage, you know, a few a uh, few years back. Yeah. And so I came rolling up to my my neighborhood and I said, oh, you guys are buying gold. Yeah, we were buying gold. And I said, yeah, I've been buying lead. I'm taking your gold. I get all the gold I want with this lead. I like that lead. Man. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, when I they really talk do. about gold, it, you know, I mean, if I was going to invest in anything, it sure as heck wouldn't be gold. And it's silver. a long term thing, but ain't like any other investment. You have to have a plan of when you're going to sell it. Right. You see, not just buying stuff, but right. when you're going to sell it, what's yeah. your exit plan? And you better hope it make you, makes you money. No. Over, you know, over time, but I, over like, time. I like the lead deal. What I else? like buying lead, too. What else we got on special? Anything else coming? Well, I'll tell you, we got uh, the, the Smith like & Wessons it. for, you know, super That's low. Huge. We got Springfield, and the Springfield XDs, I love those things. Uh, Springfield, uh, and then the rifles, we have every Springfield uh, M1A rifle uh, are $75 off. Wow. Hey, what about classes and training? Have you guys got anything coming up in the near future that you're? Well, we do. uh, You guys have met Manny. We've had him on the show before, and uh, Wendy is also one of our instructors over there. Who she's uh, uh, Mike's right hand Mm -hmm. lady uh, with San Diego County Gun Owners. Yeah, she was. uh, In fact, she was uh, at our South County meeting this this past month. We had a a couple come in, and they wanted to check out San Diego County Gun Owners. And uh, the next day, they were at the Gun Range San Diego getting a lesson with Wendy. Good deal. That quick. (laughs) San Diego County Gun Owners. You can join that, absolutely. San Diego County Gun Owners. We're up. We're over seven hundred members in just uh, just over a year and a half, and it's uh, basic memberships only ten dollars a month. There you go. And uh, we bill a credit card, kind of like some of the other charities and right, organizations, right, like right. Netflix, that sort of right. thing. And that helps us exist. And that helps us uh, support the industry, but mostly that that's your voice in the uh, local politics uh, arena and yeah. uh, uh, you know local media. Right. That's and right. Uh, what's the website? San Diego County Gun Owners.com. Just want to throw that in before I forget. Because you were running out of steam. And I'm telling you, I got my gators on. You look good, dude. I love them. And uh, what I love about these things here, if anybody out there that likes to, you know, not just, they're not just good for shooting. Let me get the picture. But uh, if uh, if you ride motorcycles, the Uh great thing about it is the frames on them are so thin that when you put them on, the frames disappear. Like, they're, you know, when you got your regular sunglasses on, you know, you got the. The black frames, you know, they yeah, kind of yeah, block yeah. part of your vision. These things, when you put them on, the frames disappear, yep. and it's just uh, it's wild. It's, it's just a great vision, and and they uh, fit with a helmet. Yeah, and they, oh yeah, because they're so thin that you don't have. If you have a full face helmet, they slide right in. Yeah, and they and it's so funny too because you didn't have to adjust those. 
But they but one size fits all. Yeah, it really is amazing. I if those who've met me in person know I have a big wide head and these things fit me perfectly I and I put them on I put them on my wife and they fit her perfectly. And they're uh, and now she's not talking to you. Yeah, <laughs> but Joe's right. The one thing I, I hate about uh, most sunglasses is they ruin your peripheral vision. Yeah, and these do not at all. Yeah. So you can shoot in them, drive in them. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, and they, they really work. Really and before well. we go, uh, what about um, your memberships down there at the range? We definitely have uh, we have uh, bronze, silver, gold, and platinum memberships down there. And uh, yeah, we we mentioned that earlier in, in the show. And based on what level membership you have is. You know, you get different uh, benefits and, and things like that. Our probably most popular membership is the gold membership. And the great thing about it is you guys have been there before on a Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. where we're packed, jam-packed, people waiting to, to go in, you know, sometimes up to 45 minutes. Yeah. You let them know, hey, I'm a gold member. You jump right to the front of the line. And what do you mean Saturday only? Yeah, but it's, yeah Dude, it's Sundays and they're Tuesdays. They're seven days a week. My, uh, Steve, the news director, yeah. he came to see you. Said there were so many people there. He says, I thought they were giving away trips to Hawaii. <laughs> so I'm going to have to give you his contact info so you two guys can hook we, up. We can, we can hook up for but, sure. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. We come back. We have a very, very, very special guest on the line. Would you like to introduce that man? That's going to be uh, Richard Bailey. He's the uh, mayor of Coronado. Absolutely. Yeah, so we, we love him. wait to chat with him. Get him at the dinner. He's great. Yeah. That's right. And also another shout out to 511 Tactical. I love my clothes. I love my clothes. And yeah. until you get into a pair of 511 Tactical clothing, folks, you won't believe how wonderful they are. All right, let's take a quick break. We come back more right here on Gun Range Handy Gun Sports Radio. Eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. I'm Lance, and this is AM eleven seventy. We are the answer, and we want to throw a big shout out. Trident Gunsmithing. Boy, I tell you, Trident Gunsmithing takes really good care of all of us here. And they can take care of you as well. And Gators Eyewear. Oh, my gosh. Dave, Mike, Joe, and Lance all wearing their Gators today. Go to Gators.com, G-A-T-O-R-Z.com. And for the rest of the month, they're giving away a discount. Or they're giving you a discount on your glasses. And then a percentage of that price of your glasses will go to the military. For a big support group, you need to check these guys out. Go to www.gatorz.com, G-A-T-O-R-Z.com. Well, Michael, you have a very, very special guest in our segment right now. you want to introduce him? I do, absolutely. The mayor of Coronado, Mr. Richard Bailey, started out as a uh, city councilman a few years ago, was the uh, youngest elected official in San Diego when he got elected to the city council in Coronado and is seriously just about the smartest elected official I've ever met. And it is very much my pleasure to, uh, to welcome Richard to the show. Hey, Richard, how are you doing, sir? Hey, doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. How are you all doing? We're doing wonderful. Great. We're not having as much fun as you are sitting out there in beautiful Coronado watching the water go by. You know, it's a rough life, but someone has to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they couldn't have picked a better person to take care of the island of Coronado. We truly appreciate it. And you do have a gem out there, let me tell you. 
we really do. Well, hey, guys, I have to say I'm a big fan of all three of yours and um, and uh, just really excited to be a part of the Second Amendment community here in San Diego. Well, Richard is uh, a San Diego County Gun Owners board member. He's a founding board member. And yep. uh, one of the many reasons I uh, uh, asked him to be a board member when we started this is uh, he's extremely good in influencing elected officials and knowing what to do to influence elected officials. Um, so I really wanted to bring him on and, and talk to talk to him about that. Um, Richard, at a typical city council meeting, how many voters, uh, you know, show up? Do they? Is it, do people only show up when there's a hot item, or, or what are your thoughts on that? You know, for the most part. So Coronado is a city of twenty six thousand residents. So we're we're not a big city by any means, but we're not that small either. And if we have just three or four people show up to discuss one particular item on our agenda, that's actually considered quite a few people voicing their opinion. So we don't receive a ton of communication typically on any one particular issue. So three or four people's voices can make a big difference in a small town like ours. Wow. So what, what is the best way if you're, uh, you know, in the community and you want to get more involved, what, what do you recommend? How do you get involved? Or, you know, is it just showing up at the city council meetings or, or what do you suggest? You know, I think there's really a few things a few things people can do. One of the most common um, questions I receive when I'm doing speaking engagements around Coronado or the San Diego region is, how do I actually make a difference? You know, how do I how do I make my opinion count? And I think a lot of people, when they're focused on the big federal issues, they gain a lot of attention in the news media. They just feel as though. Uh, they're one of you know, millions of people out there, and so their voice doesn't count. They feel disconnected from their uh, federal representatives. And oftentimes the average voices get drowned out by, by big money and special interests. But at the local level, you can actually really make a difference. And the reason you can make a difference at the local level is because your local elected officials genuinely care about their community, and they're looking for issues to get behind uh, to improve the quality of life for the residents. So probably the first and most important thing that anyone can do to make th- make sure their voice counts is to build relationships. And I would highly recommend building relationships not just with the current council members that represent your jurisdiction, but as the 2018 election season approaches, get to know the people that are filing to become candidates for those local offices. Get to get to know those individuals before they're actually sworn in as council members and start building those relationships early. And mm-hmm. if you end up uh, if you end up liking one of those candidates that you get to meet, ask them how you can help them on their campaign. And then down the road, when it comes time to when you have an issue that you'd like to present to the council, they're far more likely to be influenced uh, by your voice since you've already built that relationship. So that's probably the first and most important thing I would recommend. And what's a what's a success story, or, or what's a what's an example of a what's a uh, you know a, a, a fail? Um, story that you've seen from from someone in their community who who did really well or didn't or did horribly when meeting an elected official. Do you have anything that anybody that stands out? Any story that stands out? Well, I think <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Go with go with that one, would you? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, it's kind of funny. I think um, some people, and we're all probably guilty of this as uh, local elected officials, not making it. Uh, very clear of what we actually do and what we're responsible for. But I've had people asking me, um, you know, hey, what can you do to change to change Obamacare or to really advocate for our Second Amendment rights at the state level? And the truth of the matter is that there isn't much, if anything, 
local elected officials, so your local city council members and, and school board members can do on those issues. But you know, when it comes time, when it comes down to putting in uh, speed humps on your street or putting in a new stop sign or um, making sure that certain infrastructure is addressed that's important to you, that's really where uh, having a relationship with your local officials come in handy. So I think that's also really important to understand is what do local officials actually really do? What is their role? Yeah, and then uh, I'd like to chime in real quick, Richard. It's Lance, and um, and you know, to Mike's point. Hey, Lance. And, hey, good, good. I'm so glad you're on the show, and thanks for taking the time uh, in, in your afternoon. And you know, when we started the show, we we talked about you know the two circles in life. You know, the one circle and the stuff we don't control, maybe presidential elections, world wars, and the other circle is stuff we do control, and that's you know the local stuff, and that's part of what we do on the show. And you know, focusing on you know good folks too, like yourself, local uh, elected officials. You know, so listeners know out there that. You know, there are some just terrific people out there if you get involved. You get involved locally, and I really like your point about, you know, and, uh, meet people early, and you can. You know, there are, you know, it's a local Republican Party. You, can, um, you know, you could meet folks that are what I call the shining lights in, the, in these all these different types of races. And, and um, you know, you could donate your time. You could have a yard signed. You can give them some money, whatever the case may be. But there's some just terrific folks out there locally. And Richard Bailey is, you know, certainly one of them uh, on, on, on and, and, you know, uh, contributing just to, to a terrific San Diego. So people are not powerless well, at the end you, of the day. You can't complain if you don't get involved. Well, they do, and but they can get involved, which yeah. is terrific. So, you but, know. I mean, that's what I tell people. Yeah. If they complain about our government yeah. or city, I don't care what, then get involved. Don't just sit there and complain about it. Yeah, it's really terrific. So, you know, people can make a difference. So it's really, really cool. Absolutely. And Lance and I, I really appreciate that compliment. And the fact of the matter is it, it is a team effort. There, there are lots of good local elected officials and we're always looking for support, not just, not just, you know, donations to our campaign, right. but also yeah. um, letters to the paper that's, that are um, giving yeah. praise to the council members that are voting a certain way or, or showing up to showing up to the council meetings and making it known that hey, this is where I stand, and I appreciate council member you know A and B's position on this. Little things like that really go a long way. One other little um, trick that I've not trick necessarily, but one other uh, little idea that I've, I've noticed deployed very effectively is even if you don't currently have a good relationship with one of your council members, maybe you just don't know them very well. Do a little bit of homework, follow a council meeting or two, and if there's a vote that jumps out at you, that even if it's not a very controversial vote, but just a vote that you personally believe in, send an email to the council members that supported that position and just thank them for their vote. More often than not, the people we hear from via email or through letters um, are dissatisfied with the job the city council is doing. And so when we receive a letter of appreciation, either for you know, volunteering our time or for a position we took, it really goes a long way with us. And that person, uh, you know, that's that's the start of building a relationship with one of your, uh, one of your representatives. Yeah, that's a good idea. And I'll tell you what, for me personally, I, I was... Uh uh, frustrated with uh, my local city council person. So I, I looked beyond my city council. And as uh, Mike Schwartz says, there's 18 uh, city councils within mm-hmm. San Diego County. So you could find someone else like Richard. Anyway, I got to go. I got to turn over to Dave here. Yeah, we're going to have to let it go. Richard, thank you very much. And one thing I do want to say is people do need to send emails and phone calls and letters to you guys because you do read them, yeah. correct? Oh, oh, absolutely. We read every single one of them. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. To. Thanks again. All right, buddy. Hey, you're always Thank welcome you. back to the show, and we can't wait to have you back yeah. again. And 
All you got to do is reach out to Mr. Schwartz, and we'll definitely get you hooked up, sir. And thank you for your service. Absolutely. Thank hey, you. I for appreciate your... it. Thanks for all the work you guys are doing. All right. See you. See you at KUSI. I'll make you a cup of coffee next time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm looking forward to it. All right, buddy. Thanks, Rich. Well, folks, another phenomenal show. I just can't thank everybody enough. And we really want to thank Gun Range San Diego, Trident Gunsmithing, Green Can Lockers, Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, Gator Z, Sunglasses, 511 Tactical. Go to our website, gunsportsradio.com. And oh, don't forget, San Diego County gun owners, go join. Because you don't want me to send Hollywood out to see you. <laughs> right here on AM 1170, this is Gun Sports Radio. Thanks, everybody, and God bless everybody. And Memorial happy, Day. happy Memorial Day. And go hug a military guy. Got it. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.